just feel like this spacesuit makes me look fat. Dude, no way. You've got an astronaut's body. I don't know. Maybe it's this material or something. Look, don't participate in this toxic beauty culture, okay? Be comfortable in your own skin. Thanks, Buzz Aldrin. You're my best friend. You're my best friend, Neil Armstrong. Whoa, Neil, come quick. Check it out. Why? Just hurry. What is it? I can see your anus. Quit joking around, dude. I was calibrating the muffler. No, seriously. It's your anus. It's covered in hair. Oh, then it must be my mother-in-law's. Ew, dude. Space shuttle to Houston. Come in, Houston. Here, go for Houston. <laughs> Got him. When we get to the moon, I'm going to hit a golf ball a mile. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to rub it in that Arnold Palmer's face, that pussy. Jesus, dude. You're listening to the Spring Garden Enough Sketch Comedy Podcast. Tired of dating apps? Do you want to find someone who is serious about you? eHarmony has a community of people searching for real love. I'm Mary, and I joined eHarmony because I'm tired of dating and ready for something real. My name's Jared. In these days of swiping right and left and right and left, I'm ready to just settle down and get serious. I'm Amy. I want to have fun, but I'm also looking for someone to start a family with. Travis here. I'm looking for someone who I can sit at home with, cook some dinner, and watch our favorite show, Galaxy Patrol. eHarmony is for the person who is ready to stop dating and start living. I don't want to play games anymore. I want to find the one. Concerts and theme parks? Sure, but making a connection too. I've got a lot to offer, and I want to offer it to someone real. It's just a better series, you know? Longer arcs, much darker. It's a lot less black and white. I I think even if someone isn't into the whole Galacticon Empire franchise, they could get into it. eHarmony knows love isn't a game. Our members are serious about relationships, just like you are. I like that eHarmony knows what I want, and it doesn't waste my time with bad matches. Actually, that was the season where downtown Dan Thompson left a showrunner, and, um, it really shows. It's hard to describe, but I know it's just a bit off. Anyway, he came back for season five, and it was much, much, much better. I'm busy. I can spend more time on my life and let eHarmony do the heavy lifting. Uh, I actually started watching Threshold Origins, the spinoff series on the Roku channel. Just because I'm looking for the one doesn't mean I should put my life on hold. One time at Red Lobster, I got incredibly angry at someone I barely knew who I overheard saying that at the end it just showed that they had been dead the whole time and that the fortress was in purgatory. Come on. It's time for me. It's time for me. It's time for me. And another thing, it's it's not sci-fi. It's so much more than that. It's so much fucking more than that. Just because some of the characters are androids doesn't make it sci-fi. Fuck. E-Harmony. It's time for you. They're more human than the actual fucking humans. That's like the whole thing.
Buzz, you know about that whole low-gravity situation on the moon? What about it, Neil? Well, you think it's going to make it look bigger? Make what look bigger? You know... Oh, your, uh... Junior space shuttle? Yeah. Probably. Let me see what it looks like with gravity first. Alright, but promise you won't laugh. Astronauts honored. Nothing like a good walk on the moon, eh, Buzz? You got that right, Neil. Hey, guys. Holy Christ! Michael Collins, you scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I forgot your ass was even here. Shut up, you turd burglars. How was the moon? It was fine, dude. Did, uh, it look any bigger? Yeah, of course it did. There's no gravity. Not that it's any of your business, Collins. Okay, okay, don't need to be so testy. Jeez. I was just about to mix a glass of tang. Should I make it three? Yeah, of course. We just got back from the moon. Ever heard of it? Burn. All right, three tangs. Two with pubes in it. What? Nothing. Let me go get those tangs. And some pubes. What? Nothing. God. He's going to put pubes in our tang, isn't he? Oh, for sure. The two spies sat in silence. Natasha pushed a pack of cigarettes across the gray steel table. They were Zoya's favorite brand. Free. Zoya opened the pack slowly. In her line of work, there was literally no way to tell what is a bomb and what is not a bomb. She learned that the hard way. Zoya had a pet penguin for six years before discovering it was actually a bomb. She had loved that penguin dearly and never forgave it. Lucky for her, the pack of Parliament lights was not a bomb. This time. Zoya took out a cigarette and put it between her lips, then put the pack on the table and slid it back towards Natasha, her interrogator. You can have all the cigarettes, Natasha said, and slid it back. Zoya picked the pack back up and opened it, with only slightly less caution this time, because whilst she was mostly confident it wasn't a bomb, total confidence was a luxury she couldn't afford, and it wasn't on the menu. Not today. Not in this business. She took the other 19 cigarettes out of the pack and put them all in her front pocket. It was a pretty big front pocket. She put the empty cigarette pack down and calmly slid it back across the table. Natasha looked at it, then at Zoya. You could have kept the box, she said. I knew that. She didn't. Zoya ripped a match from a matchbook, but struggled to light it. She went through several matches before finally producing a flame. She lit the cigarette that was between her lips. It tasted... weird. You lit the wrong end. Ah, shitballs. She went through the whole process of 
properly lighting another, wasting many more matches along the way. She maintained eye contact while taking a big drag off the cigarette. Too big. She started coughing. A lot. It was gross. She finished coughing. <clears throat> now, where were we? She asked. We have not begun, replied Natasha. Oh, yes, I knew that. She didn't. The end. Well, 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 if it isn't the end of the episode. The Spring Garden Enough Sketch Comedy Podcast was created by yours truly, Matt Penridge. The sketch, Buzz and Neil Best Friends Forever, was written by me and performed by me and Mitch Sosha. eHarmony was written by the fabulous Chris Peterson and performed by Brendan McCarthy, Caitlin Shea, Janelle Solier, and Travis Pelto. Spy Story Parts Unknown was written by me and narrated by Donald Rydell, with performances from Molly Lampy and Julia Schroeder, and featured music by Pedro. As always, thank you a shit ton for listening, and please tell your friends and local congressperson that they too should listen. Arnold Palmer's face that f- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> You want to do that one again? Yeah